Welcome, welcome, welcome. This is episode 144 of the Distraction Pieces podcast, and I'm joined by James Buckley. I, I recorded this whilst I was in LA, and it was absolutely lovely. It's kind of ironic that the two guests I, I managed to get while I was in LA were both British. Oh, I should mention, also whilst I was out there, I did two other people's podcasts that were really, really good. I went on Doug Loves Movies, which is one of my favourite podcasts anyway. I listen to that constantly, so I was delighted to be asked on that. I was literally, I landed on the Sunday, um, I'm knocking about on the Monday, and at 4pm I get a message off Doug Doug Benson saying, can you come on Doug Loves Movies at 8.45 tonight, live in front of an audience? I was like, yeah, okay. So we did that, and that was great. And I also went on Get Up On This, uh, which was a fantastic podcast where you kind of, you pick two things to recommend people that have maybe been overlooked. Uh, the host picks two things and the co-host picks a one thing. Really good podcast. We talk about a lot of good hip-hop, a lot of good movies and comedy, some good, yeah, just good stuff. So I recommend both of them. They're both on iTunes and that, and they're free. So check that out. But um, also, I'd need to plug com which is always a sponsor of the podcast. We've got a new a new record coming out, the POS album. It's really good and you're going to love it. So I recommend you go and buy that. But also, I've got tons of merch on there. I'm about to launch my spring-summer range of merch and it's going to blow your mind. Um, it's it's the merch I've, I've never been this excited about new merch because I'm putting out stuff that I've never seen anyone release before, any musician or podcaster release. So... It's probably not going to be of interest to anyone at all, but I'm super excited about it. So excited. Um, I've contacted an abandoned, uh, a listed location in London to try and blag it for a photo shoot. I never do actual photo shoots for the new merch, or not often. So yeah, I'm kind of excited about it. You're going to crack up when you see it. Or just go, Pip, you're an idiot. Why would anyone want your face on that? Vague, right? Oh, mate, it's going to be good. Um... Yeah, speechdevelopmentrecords.com. Go and check out all that stuff. There's lovely stuff. It's lovely. It's lovely. There's lovely stuff. James Buckley is on this week's podcast. Um, we talk a little bit about Stu, Stu Whiffin. Stu Whiffin introduced us, um, and Stu Whiffin has a new podcast out with Chris Glasson. Um, it's called Hardcore Listing. It launched on Monday. I was the first guest, and I picked... It's a, it's a list show, and you have to pick a topic to give your top five of. And I picked my top five US TV dramas. Now, I nerded out and got specific, because I was like, I can't just pick my top five TV shows, because you can't compare The Office to The Wire. They're kind of, they're, they're completely different creatures. So, yeah, I picked my top five US TV shows, and I think you'll enjoy our, uh, our chat and rambling about it all. But yeah, head over to iTunes and Acast and grab that hardcore listing, part of the Distraction Pieces Network. Join in Tuesday Night Jaw, uh, the award-winning Say Why to Drugs, and Stop and Search. So the network is getting bigger. We have a new family member, and I would love it if you could all go immediately and download that and embrace it. Um, Good stuff to come from them, boys. I'm super excited and proud of them for this podcast, because annoyingly it's really good and they're really good hosts and they're really amusing and entertaining to listen to you you'll know it kills me to say that because you've heard on the drunk cast how much i hate the pair of them um there should be a drunk cast maybe next week maybe the week after um yeah some more of that to come but 
Yes, 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 yes. This week's guest, let's get on with it, is James Buckley. Right, um, I'm out here in, in, in LA and I thought I'd see what crazy, y- unique to this area people I could get. And I'm here with James Buckley, who normally lives 10 minutes up the road from me yeah. in, uh, in Essex. Yeah, I live just down the uh, 1306, I yeah. think, yeah. <laughs> about 20 minutes away from you. But we had to come to LA to do this podcast. <laughs> that's what's perfect and that's what I, I, I like about it is, I think our, our mutual friend Stuart Whiffin, who's yes. been on the podcast being a drunk idiot, he said to me, oh, oh, Buckley's in LA, like, you might be able to have a chat when you're out there. And we arranged it and set it up, and it wasn't until we'd said, yeah, we'll do it, that it hit me. It's like, we've tried a few times in the UK and not managed, or no. not got round to it, so what, well, spoke, <laughs> what is it about LA? <laughs> <laughs> but we've also spoken a lot, like, yeah. on the phone, and they've texted each other a lot. And I I've... remember we got, um, there was a, a, a walkie-talkie app that came out, and oh, we were in a yeah, little yeah. group on that. Me, you, <laughs> a whiffing of Mark Watts, and yeah. we were just doing walkie-talkie things it's to each Voxer. other. Voxer, that's yeah. it. That was the only time I ever used it, was just for our little group message. <laughs> so we've got a weird relationship in that I we've know. never actually met properly. This is bizarre that we're in the same room. It's like as if, I don't know, we were online dating for a while. Yeah. And yeah. now, we're, now we've finally met up. It, it have all, I, have I, do I live up to... You do. So, I mean, yeah, we're I'm early... As handsome in, as the picture that we're, I said. We're, 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 we're early on the date. Um, <laughs> It's 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 also speaks to the the vapidness of LA um, in that when you're out here as as I am and you are you kind of you're waiting to get meetings you're being messed about so when someone says do you want to meet up you're like yeah let's let's yeah <laughs> let's, it's, uh, let's meet up I'm, it is intense. I'm going crazy yeah there's 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 literally only reason why I'm out here and that is for work reasons yeah and so what happens is I don't know anyone out here I've got one famous friend excellent who's Tom Felton yeah who's Draco from yeah, yeah, Harry yeah, Potter. Yeah. He's in Vancouver filming something. I can usually rely on him to not have any work. Yeah. <laughs> but he's uh, he's yeah. busy filming something. And so I, I, whenever someone says, would you like to meet up and have an actual conversation, conversation. that yeah. isn't about work? Yeah. Or I go, yes, please, because I'm going mad. But how are you finding the kind of... I, I did Doug Loves Movies podcast last night um, at, at, at Nerdmelt and... They said, like, what are you in town for? And I, I felt like a cunt because I was like, oh, I'm here for meetings and stuff. Yeah. And they kind of mocked a bit, but their thing was, you always get a free water. So just en- do. En- enjoy the, the the free water. But how do you find, I guess what I'm asking is, is how do you find the meetings and and that world? Because it's such a strange world that it, it is about going and, and sitting down and having a chat with people. And yeah, that's I, not a lot of time to get an, it is, a read of someone. Yeah, but I, I think... I find them quite fun. I love yeah. meeting people out here, and I, I do. I do love the people out here. Like yeah. I, I, I love being here. It's There's great. Something about I've, it that if, I like in the UK as well. I've had ex- ex- exactly the same. I've really enjoyed all, all these meetings that you'll hear. They're soulless and it's so superficial. I've just chatted know, with people. And yeah. A lot of them haven't turned into anything. So maybe it's the fact I don't mind that they don't turn into anything. It's nice to have that chat a moment. I guess so, possibly. With an awareness that down the lines something might happen. I think what you'll find and what will be... It's the same situation as me. As you go into these meetings, especially if they're general meetings. Yeah. So they're not a meeting about anything. That's all I'm lined up for. They're a meeting when you come into town (laughs) and you say, 
I'm an actor, yeah, and I'll be good at this, Hello. and I'd like to get to know you and keep me in mind and anything that comes up in the future. And what you will find is that you'll go into these meetings and you'll start talking and and they'll sit up a little bit. Yeah. Because what they're used to is some blonde American guy, muscle man walking yeah. in. Yeah. I don't know, like a Zac Efron yeah. or something yeah. saying, hey, yeah. I'm in town, I'm an actor, and I'm ready to make some films. Yeah. Um, and there'll be loads of them. Yeah. And it's lovely. Yeah. I like looking at them. It's, it's, <laughs> yeah. it's, it's adorable. But when you come in and you're a little weird bloke from England yeah. and you talk about how difficult it was to understand how to fill your car up with petrol. Yeah. yeah. Um, yeah. They love it. Yeah. And they suddenly, you, you, you're instantly, you're lodged in their heads and, and you make an impression straight away. There's something that we have this that Britishness about us where we don't walk into a room saying I'm the best at everything yeah um I, you know I can or you know even if you are the best at everything yeah you just go all right oh, yeah hello yeah. is there anything I can do for you yeah. <laughs> that sort of attitude I and they, that. they it it's different to what they get every day yeah yeah that's it's true and I think anything I like that is key that the reason I came out if to do general meetings which again, on paper, it seems kind of pointless because it is. It's like it's not it's for not a specific role. Yeah, no, it's not. They that was a, it... the thing I realised. The three, the three acting gigs I've had so far, all came after I'd had a general yeah. meeting. Because then, if they call me in to cast for something, it's because they know a bit of me yeah. and they want me for it, rather than they've got a list of th- thirty to forty year old white males mm. that they're going to get all of them in. It's that. It's like well. There but there's go. so much you know scope there because not even just that specifically that those people will have other friends in the industry yeah. and something will come up and they'll be discussing at one of their posh lunches or something one afternoon yeah. they'll go oh actually I spoke to a, a guy from Britain a couple of weeks ago he'd be quite good for that yeah, yeah. and they'll go oh I'll, I'll consider that so they, they're very very important I mean off the back of general means for me uh, in, at the moment I'm in the middle of getting a film made that I've written amazing um and uh i'm working closely with a producer now to for a show idea that i've got so so that's i'm mainly out here for stuff that i've created myself yeah yeah. and then if there's any acting work that comes up that i feel that i might be good at i go along and and i'll have a meeting about that But, but on the acting side out here i feel like i'm i need a very specific part yeah sure. Uh, i'm not an everyman it makes sense because it, it's such a a, a polished um, American world yeah. out here. Yeah. So it is. It's a specific thing that that if you fit, it's it's ideal and it's perfect. But if not, then you can't be going up for every role because you're not yeah the right fit for that. But you 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 know I, it doesn't surprise me that uh, any sort of acting work you've got to come from general means because you're yeah. you're more you you know you've got your look. Yeah. It's much more striking than me. It, and much it more distinct. Sort of, oh, again, yeah. I, I, the thing I had today, and one of the first things I said, I've got the advantage of, again, if you're seeing t- 20 actors a day, I'm a rapper from Essex. So yeah. they've, they've gone on, on YouTube and watched some music videos, and that's a bit different. They've not just watched a show reel yeah. and here's clips. They've gone, oh, this is yeah. <laughs> it's fun. Also, <laughs> you know, you stuttering your way into a room yeah, as well it's exactly. unusual yeah and yeah. it's sort of exotic and the fact i'm quite comfortable with it i'm like i've got to say it's, it's a little bit annoying to be honest because <laughs> i'm 
properly trying to be an actor. You're just <laughs> throwing your hat in the ring. Stumbling about going, all right, guys. I know, I'll yeah, and people this. are going, oh, isn't it brilliant? Oh, oh he's, what, he's, yeah, he's a spoken word poet. He's a ra- <laughs> but do you know he's got a stutter, right? And everyone you know. loves you for that. Right, look at me. Look at the success I've got. You work... F- yeah, but I can't you, fucking no, act. No, I mean, you're fully functional. <laughs> yeah, but I can't <laughs> act at all. I, you know, I, but I've managed to do stuff, but people don't say it's endearing. They just go... <laughs> Oh, look at that tit trying to make a living out of acting. Did you know he can't act? <laughs> oh, no, that's what people should be saying. Look at him. And he's not even funny. And he's managed to make a career in comedy. <laughs> it's, uh, it, it is an ex- exciting thing, though, that, that you've, you, you're, you're coming at it from a... And I think it's the key at the moment, and it's something that's exciting to me about film and TV, is that you're coming at it as a writer and as a performer. Yeah. Um, and we've seen with... Um, I bang up on about them all the time, but, but Michaela Cole oh, with chewing gum um, and uh, a childish Gambino oh, with Atlanta and, and the OA and Fleabag and all these different things where there seems to be that comfort at the moment in putting some faith in someone to go, look, I've got this idea. I, 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 I'm, I'm not just one of a hundred actors here trying to get that acting role. I've got the whole show. I've got this whole thing. Yeah, I think um, I think it helps having that in your arsenal to, yeah. to to go along to meetings and say I've actually got these funny ideas I've been yeah. sitting on for a while, and then you know that having that meeting, they'll then say, uh, "Well, can you write it down?" Like yeah. I've I'm, yeah. Uh, yeah. I've written it now, but the the TV show that um that we're we're working on at the moment, and um, I've got this really famous producer i'd love to tell you who it is yeah. because it will sort of validate me a little bit but i'm just not allowed to <laughs> that's fine because people try and sue you out here like. yeah well completely it's the weirdest thing we've in general on podcasts at the end i'll say oh what are you up to at the moment and with actors it's the one that is yeah, like they yeah. all have to go nope i'm I've, not i can't show, answer that because it has to be this weird out. secret i've got a show coming back out in I think it might be May, something like that. It might be sued for that. Don't yeah, know. Yeah. Um, it's, it's called White Gold, and I filmed it with Joe Thomas and Ed Westwick, and it's going to be on the BBC, and it comes out, I think, May time. Yeah. And um, so we, we've started doing press for that. Amazing. So because I'm out here, I've been doing phone call. Yeah. And um, obviously they go, oh, what, what are you doing in LA? And I was just honest. I was like, dude, I've got this film, and um, we're, we're doing this TV show that I've written, and da 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 And then... I went into more depth yeah. about what it was, and I was like, "It's really fun! Like, it's really funny." Yeah. And um, then the PR woman who was on the line as well just come in and went, oh, "Yeah, actually, um, can you not mention that anymore? Because there's an embargo on that, and you'll be uh, sued." By That's it. horrifying. It's such a weird world, isn't it? Cause yeah. I don't know this... why there's like it's not. I'm not working for the Ministry of Defence. Yeah. Yeah. Like, it's just a TV show that I I may or may not make. And the thing that gets me is now is the time that they should be interviewing you about it because it's new and fresh and exciting and you're you're buzzed. Whereas when you've spent a year working on it and then another year filming it and then a year after that from their editing it, you're then doing a press run and you're like... (laughs) Which was basically what I was doing on the telephone. And they always go, oh... Any funny stories from the set? And I'm like, I oh, can't. It was happened ages it, ago. It was so long ago. Yeah, I remember laughing. I remember there were funny stories. I remember yeah. having lots of fun. I can't think of any right now. I genuinely, when I was doing Taboo, I, I, was, I, was, I made notes because of exactly that. And yeah. it, it's weird because it turned out I wrote this thing that was was part of the the, 
the promotion. But the reason I was writing that was I want to remember any of this and yeah. I want to take in the moment in case someone's like, how was it? Because it's such a whirlwind. Uh, yeah. But being I'd on pro- set, and I've, I've only been in small roles, but in bigger roles, being on set, you've, you've got constant scenes, constant yeah. dialogue, constant script changes. It must that's be hard I'm, to kind of take much of it in. That's why I never learned the script. Yeah. Yeah, I oh, really. <laughs> that's my excuse. We don't go and change it anyway. Yeah, I'll do yeah. all that work. I always say to myself, I never got into this job to work for a living. Yeah. yeah. The minute it becomes hard work, <laughs> I'll go back to fitting kitchens or something. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. that was a laugh. Yeah. If this stops being a laugh and starts being difficult work, I'm not going to do it anymore. Done with it. This was, <laughs> this was all, and again, all of these entertainment industries, they're all avoidance of getting a proper job. Yeah, that is it. It's that's just because point. I didn't want to... I got. I wasn't very good at anything else, and uh, I found it boring. It was a little bit boring. That's so, what work is. So, what was? Uh, let's go all the way back. What was your route into in, in, into acting and whatnot? I was, I, was, I was going through, and obviously, we'll talk a load about in between us because that was just a game changer f- for yeah. you and for for comedy. I think at the time, but brilliantly, you had. I'm sure it was three different credits in the bill, which is the cla- every British actor yep. has to have been. I've 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 been passed over in that. I don't know why, but they all have to have been in the yep, bill. And no. you, I was excited. You had three different characters. Three different characters. Three different years. <laughs> it sort of brought me back every year to play a different person, <laughs> and they were insane. All the storylines were insane. One of them I mean, was. Did that hurt that they felt you were so unimpactful the previous year <laughs> that people wouldn't realise that that's the same? Never. That's a recurring character. No, it's not. It's a different character. Oh, never thought about it <laughs> like that until you just mentioned it. <laughs> I made so little impression. Yeah, you <laughs> that they were like, oh, he's and... quite good. This guy. Yeah, get him in to do the part. And then a year later, it's like, who's that guy? I've never heard of him. We... Yeah, this well, guy looks good. Let's it. put him in. You know, this is my third. <laughs> no, all right, but they. They show repeats of the bill on TV, and uh, whenever a repeat of the bill goes on, everyone takes a picture of their television and tweets me it. Brilliant. And Brilliant. I, I like the one thing I ignore them. Yeah. I make I make a point of ignoring <laughs> of course them. Of you do. Uh, but the one thing I can't that I just want to say to them is going, who the fuck is watching repeats of the bill yeah. from ten years ago? And my problem would be was the bill was continuing sequential storylines so yeah. are you watching it every day to keep because if you're just tuning no, into one it, episode it's, you're it's not going to know soap. what's going on who's genuinely living their life 10 20, 10, 20 years backwards or, or back if you know what i mean yeah. they're like all oh, right yeah i just see it last week and by last week i mean 1992 i know of all bit. the things to re-watch <laughs> Like it's so, I like it. It's, just, it's nothing. The bill's nothing. It was just a space in the television. <laughs> the, when the time it was made, it was like, it will fill that gap. Have you seen the size of, of, of Reg Hollis's beard now? No. It's a red, so the guy who played Reg, yeah. he's got a massive beard and looks crazy and mental. And yeah, it's a big look. I'll check it out. I've got a beard. <laughs> yeah. What do you think of my beard? I like it. I like it. I've had, um, I've had a couple of beard cuts. Yeah. I've never had them before, before I got out here. And every two weeks, it's, it's, it's nice it. to be, be tidied up and trimmed. It is, yeah. I struggle. I never know if I should have trimming of the upper line of the beard because you've got some there. Yeah, but again, mine, mine I, just goes. I right don't up normally. To my eyeballs. And this guy who did it recently trimmed it just as we were chatting, and it's fine because it's only a, a, a little bit that he's trimmed. It, but still, I was like, ah, oh. it makes a difference. Yeah, it makes it look intentional. Yeah. Rather than just can't be bothered to And I could it. never decide if I want it to look intentional <laughs> or I want it to look like I just can't be 
I, I bother to shave. Have you grown? <laughs> this is the stupidest question yeah. you'll ever get asked. Have you grown a beard for any reason? Because genuinely, uh, no, no, often no. if if you've got huge in a TV show for a particular character, you might want to try to not be that that character. You might not want to be Jay from the Inbetweeners. Yeah, or, or walking into every meeting. I don't think that way. No, I get people all the time um, saying, "Oh, but you're sick of you know people wanting to talk about the Inbetweeners." Yeah. N- no, not at no. all. Brilliant. Like, I loved doing it. Yeah. People love it. People still want to talk about it. Yeah. It's brilliant. Yeah. Like, I'm not going to go all Kurt Cobain yeah. sort of see the in-betweeners <laughs> yeah, and yeah, I never yeah. mind. Even if I was Kurt Cobain, I'd look back at Nevermind and go, that was fucking good, wasn't it? Was it? Good, that was all right, love. Like a that. really Remember good record. Yeah. yeah. And, um... No, that's a, so a it's great just, way to be, in it? Yeah. Perfect I, outlook there. And also, because so much of that show relied on people watching it. Yeah. And also my life, basically, is the way it is now because people went out and bought a load of DVDs and yeah. a load of cinema tickets. Yeah, 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 yeah. And now, you know, I I don't have to do anything again yeah. for the rest of my life. I don't yeah. want to, which is great. And, you know, sort of dangerous as well for someone like me because I might just say I don't want to do anything now. It's, it's sometimes tough to, to not have that... that Boot hovering over the arse I to always, give you that yeah, kick to I, motivate I, you to... I, I, no, I, I am joking. I always thought that about myself, but I, I, do, I do think I can't help myself. Yeah. And that I like... I'm never doing nothing. Yeah, yeah. Which I think you're, you're very much the same. Yeah, but it's... it's, 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 it's something you don't, don't realise you're doing something. You're just, you're, yeah. you're just doing something it's, all the time. It's something that comes to mind for me, though, because of... Uh, I, I, I still plan at some point to do another record, but because there's no boot hovering over my ass making me do it, and because everything else is going well, I'm not getting around to it. And that's, again, it'd be different if I was s- sitting around watching TV yeah. all day and not doing anything. But still, there, there is that thing that makes me think, well, maybe the I fact think... that I used to have a label who were like, oh, we need a new <laughs> album, that's why I completed No, records. I don't know. I think it's slightly different. I think you just become, you, you, you just, your interests shift and shift back. Yeah. Yeah. That's all it is. Yeah. Like, I started sense. a YouTube channel recently because yeah. I wanted to learn more about creating content and even just the, the technical side of that. That's the, yeah. the equipment that goes to it, the yeah. lighting, the cameras, the editing, putting music on it, things like that. I just wanted to learn more about the industry that I'm in. Yeah. And it's just become a really sort of fun hobby. Yeah, that's great. Um, but thing, it's just, I'm always coming up with stuff like that. I yeah. say they're a hobby, but they're... They're things that lead to stuff. Completely. And it's a beautiful thing when... And it's what more and more people are exposing and, and doing now um, because of the internet and because of all this, that if you're in a position where you've got some kind of public profile, you can do those interesting things and they become a thing. Yeah. If that makes sense, they become something. And whether it be um, gaming or, or, as I said, learning about the industry, as soon as you express that to a number of people... It can then start to to build and build and yeah. become a, an, a a valid part of your your work. But that's the thing on 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 the YouTube channel. I I always make a point. I always say at the end of every episode, I say uh, that I, if you leave a comment, I will read it. Yeah, and I always make sure I read every single comment. And on all... YouTube, that's dangerous because YouTube. No, not for me. Really, not it's at good. all. Super supportive. Uh, some, sometimes really funny. Yeah. Um, if I'm ever criticised, it's it's coming from um, a sort of like, 
oh, that that didn't quite work. You should use this or you should buy this and this will help you with that. And I go, yeah. oh, brilliant, thank you. Yeah, that's helpful. Like, it's, it's been a really amazing experience. And then obviously a load of them are just in between us quotes. Yeah, yeah. Which is why, and again, when people say, you know, do you not get fed up with the in between us yeah. quotes? And I'm like, look, all those cinema tickets, all those DVDs that yeah. people bought, if they see me in the street, the least I can do is talk to them about the in-betweeners for yeah, five minutes. Completely. So so how was that experience of the in-betweeners? Because it was, it was one of those rare... And it, it's going to sound strange to compare it to, to Game of Thrones, but mm. it's one no, of those... it was very similar, yeah. It's one of those shows where, at the start of it, every, like it didn't have a big a big name and big star. It, it, no. it chose its cast... Not unknown, not not inexperienced, but not big big household names, and a lot of series no, un- will always long inexperienced. Yeah, yeah, or, or, that's, or, that, or was, that was sort of what they were going but, for. But uh, that's what's kind of it. Then meant that you you, uh, you went from, I mean, what was the expectation at the time? Did we, you think, oh, we've got this huge show, or was no, it no, like, no. all right, I've got another gig? We, jo- we joked, we joked all the way through it, going, no one's going to watch this. Yeah, we thought it was funny, but we all thought we had a bit of a weird sense of humour. Yeah. And um, some people watched it, and then they told other people to watch it. Yeah. And then it became a thing, but we weren't... We never saw it becoming a thing at all. Like, my track record up until that point was um, every pilot I'd ever been in never got made Mm. into a full series. If I got into a series for something... It never got a second series. Right. And then even (laughs) as far as the point where I was in... I think I was in, I can't remember what series it was. I was in the last series of Teachers. Right. And that was like a big show, well-established. successful show. Yeah. Again, the series I was in, just, that was it. I killed it off. Just killed it off. So I was like, oh, I need to get a job that will last a little bit longer than than one series. Yeah. And I did not think the Inbetweeners was going to be it. Yeah. But it just clicked and it seemed to, I mean... I don't think it's exaggerating oh, when I say it, it was a massive game changer in, 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 in TV comedy. In a similar way, if you look along, you look at Partridge and The Office, and there are all these shows that come out, and number one, there's nothing else like them. And number two, they spawn constant, a, a lot of reference and quoting, but not catchphrases. Mm. Do you know what I mean? I don't feel there was anything particularly written there as oh, here's the catchphrase, but there was a lot that became iconic little quotes. Yeah, I don't think there was anything... I think there was maybe words that were said more than once, but that was just because we were speaking the language of young men in Britain. You can't... A word isn't a catchphrase, is it? No, no, it can't be. It's just a word. Like bus wankers, I think that's said twice in one episode, but that was just... That, the idea of that was to lead up to a joke. Yeah, yeah. We, we didn't think it was going to be a thing. And that got massive. Again, it became part of, 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 of society and of our culture. It became a valid reference. Yeah, but we were, um, we were very much consequences of Partridge and The Office in particular. Yeah. I do feel... The one thing that I'm proud about The Inbetweeners is I do feel that you can tell that we're influenced by, the, by those people. Yeah. And, and, and Whereas I think I don't understand why there aren't more shows like Partridge or, or like The Office. I thought yeah. they would have influenced a bit yeah. more. Obviously, The Office then started the whole... Um, didn't start it, but it, it brought the whole mockumentary thing yeah. in, in, yeah, into, into the mainframe. Yeah. The mainframe? 
Never said that before. It's going to be your new catchphrase. Um, into the consciousness, the public yeah. consciousness. But yeah. it's, it's no, no one else I knew was that sleeve, was that it? mad on, especially Partridge. Like, yeah. I, like Steve Coogan's my ultimate hero. Yeah, yeah. And I know I've got friends that have watched Alan Partridge and stuff, but I'm always thinking about it. Completely. It's like my screensaver in my head. Yeah. And um, I don't know why no one else is like. Yeah. That no, it's much. weird. Again, I've got a, 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 a circle of friends who, yeah, it's constant partridge quotes and constant partridge reference but that's that's something that the in-betweeners built in their fan base as well yeah. it, it, it became an entrenched part of 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 society it's actually you are you're a, a football fan right yeah uh, did you, you see the jamie vardy oh no just the jamie vardy thing where um i think their keeper oh, oh yeah their keeper's Casper uh, Schmeichel, yeah. who's Danish, and and the oh, opposition friends, yeah, yeah, I did see that. Again, I it was I brilliant. Saw, it's just amazing. It's, yeah, it, it does. It was hilarious. Do. It's, that's that's just on a football show, and you do yeah, sort of catch yourself. Oh, Danish friends. You do. Ca- was you on Soccer AM that day when it was on? Yeah, I might. Yeah, I, I think I was on yeah. that day. Yeah, that's because I was watching it. Yeah, excellent. Yeah, and um, and uh, who was the guy you were on with? Stephen Graham. Stephen Graham. Yeah, he's a bit good, isn't he? He's great. He proper took me under his, his, his wing in Taboo and we became... That's the thing as well. Taboo friends. I know. <laughs> <laughs> I was just... Oh, like, I've I got to say, just pissed off that you were doing all that. It's annoying, isn't it? Just, well, just, like... This acting like easy, watched it, this acting I watched business. it all as well. I was here when, when, it, when, when it was on. Yeah, but, yeah. So I bought it on iTunes and as soon, as soon as it finished back home, it was then available mm-hmm. on my iTunes account. So I got to watch it. Yeah. I just thought it was... I just thought it was brilliant. Yeah. I just thought it was so beautiful, so ambitious. Um, Unusual so for the much, BBC, the boldness of the BBC yeah, to put just that out so there. much money being spent on the screen. Yeah. yeah. You know, and then, then there was these reports that, oh, Tom, Har- Tom Hardy's lost, his company's lost two million. Yeah, yeah. And I was thinking, I that. maybe he's a guy that... Who wants to wants create to something, create something yeah. rather than make money? Yeah, maybe that two. Maybe he didn't lose that two million. Maybe he spent that two million trying to make this fucking brilliant TV show. Yeah. And you shouldn't be um, admonishing someone for behaving like Completely. that. Completely. And it's an interesting one because Taboo still, uh, comparatively speaking, is a cheaper TV show of that kind. It costs way less than your Game of Thrones or sure, or, yeah, or, or, or these, these these big. Big it still would have so. cost a lot though, because anything that's period straight away yeah. is, is, is yeah. that's budget. But also, the way that it looked in that it was the first time I think that I've ever seen something that probably represented how things actually were. Yeah, yeah. Whenever I think of the Prince Regent and and people like that, I think of Blackadder, obviously yeah, of first course, of all. Of but everyone's sort of very sort of white pressed shirts and yeah. all this. But when you actually think about it. No one washed, and no. no one cared about hygiene, and none of their shirts would be white. Even the even the parts of the aristocracy, they would have all looked filthy and Gr- spotty and, and grotty. Completely. And, and, and that's what it looked like. And yeah. I, I just thought that whole thing was so it's, much fun. It's an odd one, because I feel comfortable raving about it, because in reality, I was a tiny c- cog in that. So I can, I can be excited you about it, but the thing, that, the thing stuff, that got though. me was the fact that it... Um, and it was in... As, as soon as I got the scripts through, I think in the first episode, it addressed the fact that they're going to be addressing slavery. 
which again yeah. is never touched upon in any period drama. Everything is so no. fine and refined, but that all comes from... Especially not in Britain uh, as well. From black people's blood, essentially. Like, yeah, it's, like over here, um, you know, it's race and and um, your ancestry and your history yeah. is very much in the forefront of people's minds because everyone here, unless they're Native American... Mm-hmm is from somewhere else. Yeah. And they all make a point of learning where they're from and, yeah, and yeah, yeah. learning about their history. Yeah. And, you know, black people here don't have to go that far. Yeah. And they're, 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 they're ancestors of slaves that were yeah. brought to this country. So yeah. they have that in them. Yeah, yeah. Whereas back home, skirted around that in school. Yeah. Never really touched on that. Yeah, and also the fact that Britain did have a really big hand in that sort of thing. Hugely, yeah. And it's um it's that that's sort of one of the things that's been great that, that I've been spending so much time here in the last few years is is that um different cultures are really um is is a is a really good thing here. It's embraced. Yeah. Yeah. And um well in LA, I guess. I'm yeah, not sure about course. the rest of, of the country. But I remember I was doing a film um, with a guy called Edgar Blackman, while mm-hmm. I was, and he is black, and his yeah. name's Edgar Blackman, which, which was obviously it's brilliant. Very yeah, it was great. It's like Princess Di, and she died, and, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and all this. So things that had been happening at the time was like, I'd gone to see a load of comedy shows, and um, a lot of the material was about oh, aren't, look, we're different race, mm-hmm. and I was like, oh, I'm a bit bored of that. Yeah, but that was sort of what people wanted to make jokes about. Yeah. But then also a lot of the material would be like, it'd be a white woman mm-hmm. and she'd be on the stage and she'd be adopting this persona of like a sort of sassy black woman. <laughs> yeah. Like it was really bizarre. Yeah. And she'd be going like, I don't need a man. I pay my bills and all this. But then on the other side, um, just a load of black people were getting shot by the police every week. Yeah. So I was just sitting there thinking, right, what, What's going what, what is, are we, do we love black people in this country? Yeah. Or do we hate them? Yeah. I'm, you know, I'll go with either one. Just tell yeah. me what to yeah. do. <laughs> just, just you know, I, I, I bow to pressure <laughs> and, you know, and I look at the police and I think, well, you know, always do what the police say. And, yeah. They're, yeah. and if they're shooting black people, well, then I assume by their lead that, doing, it's, right? that it's okay to be racist. Is that the rule now? But no, I, when I was, uh, all these, jokes and thoughts were going through my head and one day i just went to edgar i went what's it like to be black edgar yeah. and he went you just what did you just ask me what it's like to be black yeah, yeah. And i went yeah i've got no idea yeah. it seems i'm confused being here and i'm not even black yeah and he went look it's really great because you've got the history and you've got the food mm-hmm. you've got the music yeah everything else is really bad yeah. <laughs> yeah. and i went oh, okay it's an intense mix. Have you seen Get Out yet? No, I, I watched it yesterday, and it's 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 a long. It's about it's a it's a horror, bit comedy, but a horror thing, um, and it's it's it covers so much of those areas just right. amazingly. And if I say too much, it gives it gives loads sure. away. But it's so a, a beautifully done. And I I landed on Sunday. Um, it's now Tuesday, and I've already been to the cinema and watched a film. So that's that's how exciting I am and social. I went on my own to watch no, yeah, watch Get Out in the daytime. <laughs> um, I I went um, to the cinema on my own the first time ever while I was here. Yeah, it was when the last Jurassic Park 
film came out. Amazing. And I went out the the opening weekend. Yeah. Um, I shouldn't have done that. Yeah. Because obviously it was packed. Yeah. <laughs> it wasn't Intense. like an empty... And yeah. I went in the afternoon and I was like, oh, everyone will go in the evening. See, so it was packed. I can't... I, I had like 20 people in the in the screen no. and it was a big screen. It was, like, it was there great. There was one seat next to a little Mexican family <laughs> and I went and sat down right next to the kid. Turn around and say, what's it like being Mexican? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Let's get into that. This, this used to be Mexico, didn't it? <laughs> let's talk about that for a little while. <laughs> the trailers are on. Let's, let's have that discussion. Um, was the in-betweeners... Did it get big in, in the US? No. Did it have a big impact? Was it not? No, no, no. It's got... There are some... There's a group of diehard fans, and we've got some little in-betweeners spies that sort of infiltrate and get people into the in-betweeners. Brilliant. Um, people like... Um, Brian Quinn Q from um, Impractical Jokers. Yep. He's a big fan of the show. And Impractical Jokers is great as yeah, well. Yeah, they're brilliant. I love it. And he got a load of people into the, into the in-betweeners. But we, we actually released the first film out here. Yeah. And it was like Spinal Tap. Oh, really? It was just four British guys. Yeah. No one knew. No one cared about trying to sell them something. Yeah. But it was so guys, funny because we were given what's called an art house run right which is like what you know something like uh chef by jean mm-hmm. john favreau yeah, or something yeah. like that maybe i think that did just go to to a full screening but something like that it's a little bit quirky yeah yeah a little bit sort of not middle of the road a little bit different yeah um independent they'd be given like a limited run over a weekend yeah. and if it performs well we'll, we'll show it on more screens yeah. uh, i think Big Fat Greek Wedding. That was the format that we were trying to follow. Right. So so they had a limited run and word of mouth blew it up. But we had an even limited run. It was an art house run. So it was like, well, who are we trying to advertise this film for? Yeah. For people that are into sort of art films. That's what's kind of beautiful about it is... is But really what you're watching is just four boys throwing up and shitting on each other. Yeah, yeah. That's the like it's not going to appeal in, in an art house run. They'll be like, "Oh, it's a, oh, it's, Br- it's, Br- it's British cinema." Let's yeah, go and, let's it, go it was sit- like foreign film. Oh, yeah, what's <laughs> it was foreign film, but it was heavily influenced by American Pie. Basically, yeah. I was going to say it's it's, it's weird because it's something that should work because of the the whole Judd yeah, Apatow kind they, of they already impact do it. over here and all things. They already like do this. it brilliantly, yeah, like American so. Pie, the first point. American Pie film, super bad. Stuff like that was very much uh, in our heads when 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 we started the in between us. That yeah. sort of um, guys, stupid young guys together talking in a certain way, yeah. um, behaving in a certain way that isn't really acceptable. But also at the heart of it, um, there is you know they get you in the feels every now and then, and, yeah. and they they sort of do something nice occasionally, yeah. and that's what we were trying to do. So to then come to America and go. I don't know, it's like when the Koreans make a car. You ever see those episodes on Top Gear where they've got a car that's <laughs> yeah. exactly like a sort yeah. of Range Rover or something? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's sort of, yeah, it's sort of a bit replica. like that. I love it. So so how was it, as as the character of Jay grew and grew and grew? Because because you're not particularly Jay-like. You're not particularly no. loud and ostentatious or, 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 yeah. or, or anything. But he's... He's he's a great and iconic character because everyone knows someone 
that, that or went to school with someone that's a bullshitter that that makes up stories and that exaggerates and all that. So it was obviously really fun to to play a character like that. I thought Jay was just really funny. Yeah. yeah. Um, obviously, like I can't believe I still have to say this. I don't think it's appropriate to behave like that in real life. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> and um, but also. People don't go, <laughs> when people meet me, they don't go, oh, you're nothing like Jay, are you? Like in a positive way. Yeah. They go, oh, you're nothing like Jay, are you? <laughs> <laughs> I sort of go, well, no, what do you want? Just, just masturbate on you or, or something. Or, <laughs> or, or again, Stuart Whiffin would tell me of this, because you guys would, because he runs on my club night with me as well, yeah. and, and you used to DJ with me, take yeah. you out on DJ gigs. Yeah, that was really funny. It was awkward, because you'd play a lot of unions, and... Obviously, there's going to be a load of drunk young men who want Jay. Yeah. And you're not Jay. You're there. You're enjoying playing some good songs. You're you're a big fan of music. You love your songs. Yeah. And they want drunk Jay to jump on the decks and get his cock out or yeah, something. Yeah, that and was it. Yeah, it was sort of... Um, how was that? How was the balance? It's just... You you have to Particularly sort in that of, situation, because they're drunk. Yes. And well, no, there's been loads of times where, where... Just... There was this one time where I was outside King's Cross Station just living my life <laughs> and a load of sort of like drunk rugby guys was like oh there's jay and just lifted me up was jumping me around like a sort of like a football sort of child <laughs> and then they went oh is this your bit of clunge and i went well, yeah that's my wife and it's, like, <laughs> and it's, just, it's just it is funny like it is she funny she finds it funny but it is it is just sort of like like i'm yeah, i see their i see their soul i see something yeah. die in their eyes they start talking to me i go oh jay oh what are you up to what are you up to and i go well i'm just oh, i've just got back from uh taking the kids to the school and, and now I'm, i need to pick up some dry cleaning and they go oh and you just see them switch <laughs> off and you oh, think oh that's another person is. i've crushed it's, it's weird because they when you watch a, a series and particularly at that time when it wasn't as much of your box sets and, and, and binging you're watching each week you're spending some time with that person and that character and you get to know or you feel you get to know and build a connection with that character so yeah it's logical that they have that but then it is that weird thing of like you know you know it's a show no, you know it's not real <laughs> there's people that i've met that um i've watched their work so much and stuff and then obviously you you do eventually meet those people when yeah. you work in the industry and i talk to them like i've known them forever yeah and then you have to go oh no actually not i don't actually know you do yeah. i it's so weird isn't it but um podcasting's a weird one as well there's people whose podcasts i listen to constantly yeah. and i've been on their i'll go on their podcast or something and I'll have to keep reminding myself, I'm, at points I need to rein it in potentially. Yeah, because I might, like, because we've chatted, we'll have certain digs or certain jokes or certain... We'll cross <laughs> I certain went straight lines, for the start of quite, which, yeah, like, again, quite early. Which is Forgot that it's the first time. But anyway, pleased to meet you. <laughs> which, again, which is comfortably acceptable, but you have to... I've had that on podcasts now before where I'll start having yeah, a laugh yeah. or having a dig and they'll be like, oh shit, I've never met this person. I've done I feel it. like... I know them well because we've well, with, listened with to them pod, every week. With podcasting especially and also <laughs> YouTubers, um, yeah. like they will talk about their life quite a lot. Mm-hmm. And so I was recently do a, doing a video with a, di- uh, with a guy called uh, Daz Black. Mm-hmm. And he's got a channel called Daz Games, which is really, really good. He's a really, really funny guy. And yeah. um, 
I'm sure he's going to be, it's only a matter of time till TV starts knocking on his door. Yeah. Um, whether that's an aspiration of his, I don't know, but he should definitely be on television. And um, I've watched all his videos and I think he's brilliant. And then I went to his house to do a video with him, a collab. Excellent. They call it in the yeah, biz. Classic. And, um, and, uh, good. Because that's, that's quicker to say than collaboration. No, I can't, I can't spend all my life yeah. saying collaboration. No, exactly. There's not enough hours no. in the day. Um, <laughs> but, uh, and then he was telling a story and I was about to join in with his story and it was about his dog. Yeah. And I, and I was about to say something like, oh yeah, because they say boxer dogs are quite like that. He hadn't told me he had a boxer dog. <laughs> And so I had to stop myself and go, uh, but I'd already started the sentence and I went, oh no, this is going to, Yeah. I, and I, I had to just go, I, I, obviously I know you've got a yeah. box of dogs, yeah. I've seen you talking about yeah. your dog and stuff. And I've not been outside your house like watching you, it's just... Another thing, another time that happened was um, here, the, the other boys were here from the Inbetweeners and we had dinner with Stephen Merchant. Amazing. And, um, and he was telling an anecdote. And I was just like, well, I've, I've heard this on the podcast. Yeah, yeah. Like a load of times. I'll finish it for you if you want. I, I had one of my most awkward moments ever with Steve Merchant. Um, and it wasn't his fault at all. It was <laughs> completely the fault of a promoter. But um, I'd been on his, his his six music show. Yeah. I adored it because I felt like I was on the podcast. Again, I'd listened to the Gervais and yeah. podcast. And I was like, so I was on his show and he had his other guy who was his um, assistant. And there was tons of banter and back and forth and I was meant to be on for one segment and I stayed on for like two or three and I was like, oh, we're best mates. This yeah. is amazing. He's rock and roll and he's Steve Merchant. And then, uh, yeah. And then um, I went I went to see one of his early stand-ups and he had, it's the first time I saw Brian Gittins actually, who I'd never seen before and I right. fucking adore him. But So I watched the show, it was good, I'm about to leave and the promoter came up and went, do you want to come back to the stage and, and say hello to... To Steve, and I was like, oh, it's all right. He's like, no, just come back. So I'd been invited and kind of pushed yeah. into it, and I got backstage, and there was Steve and, and Chris Addison and and, and and Gittins, and they were obviously having a bit of a chat, and they'd, they'd, they'd all just performed, and I just kind of was thrust in front of them. I was like, all right, guys, and they were like, you all right? And I was like, oh, that, yeah, that was really, that was great. Was Different great. energy. And they were like, oh, all right, cheers, thank you. <laughs> I, I was, was just like, fuck, man, I didn't request this. <laughs> no, I, I was, know. I was encouraged. You should have said that. It's you not on them either. It. It's not on them because yeah. I've had gigs where you're, you're there with the people you're touring with and whatever and you're having this breakdown of the show and then if someone else is trusting, it is weird, it is awkward, it's yeah. an alien of, of false. But should have just said it. I'm I sure it said, like, in that environment with comedians... That, guy, been, that guy told yeah. me to come here. Just say, I'm, he said that you guys wanted me to come here. <laughs> I now understand that that's not true. Can I just... I wish I'd been quick enough I'm going to I want to apologise. <laughs> I always um, get asked whenever... I, I try and go and see Jimmy Carr a lot because he's my favourite stand-up. Yeah. And uh, I, I always get... He's really, really nice and I always get a note saying, oh, Jimmy wants to see you afterwards. Yeah, yeah. And it's usually... Like last time um, I asked him... last Because I always ask him for tickets as well. Yeah. Because <laughs> like, oh, he, he plays at Grace. Like yeah. he always does a, yeah, he always he does does his, a warm-up his, his at Grace. There, yeah. So um, I always go, oh, you... Or uh, the, the P- Cliffs Pavilion and yep. stuff like that. And so I'm not going to see him if I have to travel. Yeah. He's not, not that, that good. Yeah. He's my favourite comedian. <laughs> but I'm not that into comedians. <laughs> he's, he's my favourite of four comedians. He's my favourite comedian, but I hate comedy. Yeah. Um, 
But he, he's my favourite local comedian that passes locally. He sent me a message saying, uh, "Your tickets are under Mister Rapist Dick Munch," and I, and I went, "Oh, very funny." Now, is it is it under what is it under James or, or Buckley? And then he never texts me back. <laughs> and then I went to the box office and went, "Is um, you, have you got some tickets, some comps for for James or for or for Buckley?" And I went, "No." And then I got my phone out and I read this whole list of just profanities that he said that this is what... And they started laughing and went, yeah, no, here you go, here you go, here you go. I love it. Have you ever done any stand-up or no. attempted in that area? No, I might weird. do some The world of comedy is weird in that if yeah. you're a stand-up, they ask if you can act. If you're an actor in comedy, they ask if you yeah. can stand-up or write. Or... I wouldn't do it back home because... Uh, because I'm sort of semi-famous and it would... I wouldn't like to... One, I don't think I'd be very very good at it. So I wouldn't, wouldn't want to make people come to a stand-up of mine because I used to be in a TV show that they right. really liked. yeah. I don't think that's fair. Yeah. You're paid to come. <laughs> Unless I was really good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, but I'm not. So but again, I, if I you're would... starting off and learning, it's better to but learn. But I might do some out here where when nobody knows who I am and yeah. I can just be like... I th- I feel like I could just talk like this and people would laugh. Yeah. And I'd just be or, like... Well, LA is the perfect spot for it because I think yeah. there's so many good comedy places. So yeah, many, yeah. There's such a good scene. There's such a... It's I've, got, I've got a feeling that people would go like, oh, yeah, he, he comes on stage and he plays this character of this weird little awkward <laughs> English guy. <laughs> and so, I can yep. just sort of go, yeah, it's all uh, the that's what, that. That's, that's what I was doing, classic character work. Um no, if well. anyone knows my work, I am like a one-trick pony. That's all. Like, I'm not. I'm not a proper actor. I'm not a cracking. Trick. I never consider myself a proper actor because whenever you hear like of what, take Johnny Depp for example, yeah. when he's coming up with the character of Jack Sparrow, and he yeah. has that weird yeah. walk and strange accent yeah. and mannerisms and things like I that. I mean, to be fair, he's he's stuck with that for a while now, hasn't he? He's ma- yeah, he's ma- he's done well at that. Yeah. <laughs> But, you know, when I look at a script, I just go, oh, how would I say that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I never sort of think any more into it than that. That's brilliant, that's brilliant. <laughs> I never go, just what would the character say? Say them out loud. Yeah. That's uh, job done. I'm going to go and have a, have, a, have a lie down. And I rarely remember the words either. So It's the beauty of, 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 of TV and film, though, is you, get to, you, you, you will have to shoot it over and over and over again. So it's kind of you get yeah. to learn it. You do, yeah, you do. <laughs> you get but to you learn will. It then. The thing is, they the first few will shots keep... are going to be quite far away, so they can't see you. They will keep moving. doing it until you get it right. Yeah. So there's no pressure. God on bless them. God bless <laughs> Absolutely them. Absolutely no pressure. Um, well, w- w- with that in mind, of not viewing yourself particularly as an actor, more someone who plays yourself or <laughs> plays a, plays roles as you. How scary was it to get the role of Del Boy? Well, that was... Young Del Boy. Yeah, that was really fun because um, I love Only Fools and Horses. Yeah. And I, w- I, I, I wasn't offered the role. I had to audition for it with everyone else, but I was an actor from sort of East London. Yeah. Uh, I'm from South London. Originally, I was born there. And so, it, uh, you know, the accent worked. Yeah, yeah. Um and so they are, the BBC asked me to audition, and I went for sort of two or three auditions, and um, they the the people kept giving my agent notes back from each casting. Right. They'd be like, "The work is done. 
like for the character is brilliant like you can see how much work has gone into it and uh yeah we're really really excited and yeah. jo- john's john thinks he's brilliant yeah john sullivan yeah and i went not putting any work into the character i'm just doing an impression of Del Boy from Only Fools and Horses <laughs> yeah. that I've watched. You know Only Fools and Horses, yeah, right? You know yeah, Del Boy. Yeah, like, I've got no memory of not never watching Only yeah, Fools and yeah, Horses. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's always just, been part of yeah, life. Completely. Every week. Yeah. At my nan's, watching Only Fools and yeah, Horses yeah. with everyone else. Probably doing an impression yeah, exactly, as a kid yeah. then. So I'm well trained for this. Yeah. So it's like, it's not, not work, it's just watching a program a yeah. lot <laughs> if, if someone asked me to come in and audition to play a young Alan Partridge I wouldn't need to do any research because again that's what you've done with your mates for your whole, I remember, your whole existence um, I remember I auditioned for fuck what was it called the fucking thing was it called you probably have to bleep it because I'll probably get sued <laughs> the, the sort of oh yeah um, yeah we won't be able to mention it but I, I auditioned for that and the first audition was a um, was a workshop, so I hadn't read a script. Yeah, and it was just come in, and there'll be a group of young actors as well and actresses and stuff, and, and I'll give you a scenario and just act out the scene and, and improvise and stuff, which I love doing. I always think that's really fun. Yeah, and I, like I'd been in the in betweeners already, and the in betweeners was big yep. by this point, or, or it just got bigger, I think. Yeah, and um, and then they went, oh, we. Obviously, James is brilliant. We want to see him come back in. Um, here's the script. And I read the script and I was so annoyed with it. I just thought, like, I don't think the script is how it turned out when it yeah. was on television. I've never watched it. but It's the, really good. Right. I, I, I didn't watch it for years and years and years. Yeah. I, I, something about it, I looked at it and thought, that's not for me. That seems too I think, cool and whatever. And then years later, I, I slung an episode on Netflix or something and it was... Well, when I when I'd read this when I'd read this script, I was like, oh, like, because I was a young man from working class yeah. Britain, and right. I don't think that's represented on television. Right. Yeah, yeah, sure. It's either sort of, um, especially in comedy, which is annoying, yeah. which is yeah. is annoying. Like for you know, as much as I love Peep Show and all those sort of things, it's always about like people yeah. that met in university yeah. or recently graduated students trying to find their way in the world. Yeah. Like, and I'm sick of it. And like, any working class characters will be the, the butt of the joke. Yeah, or, or, or any working class character will be a black guy yeah. on an estate in East London yeah. Yeah, 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 doing true. drugs and yeah. sucking his teeth in. Yeah. And you just sort of think, well, there are those people, yeah. but it, why aren't me and my friends represented yeah. on television? Yeah, 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 yeah. Just people that are working class that aren't on the dull, that yeah. do work for a living, yeah. and just work really fucking hard, yeah. those people aren't on TV. I guess they're not interesting enough. Yeah, that's true. But yeah. when I was reading this thing, it was all like that. It was like sort of like adulthood or kidulthood or whatever it's called, and mm. like everyone's like talking like that. And, like, and I was like, I don't, I don't think there are that many people that actually do talk like that. I think there are more yeah. people that talk like me. Yeah. Like, or... or suburban Manchester or Liverpool or Birmingham yeah, like completely. those people just outside of cities they yeah. they won't get this like yeah. they'll probably be bored of this like I am now and um, I found it really patronising and I was like ah, just, this has clearly been written by a 50 year old man trying to write right. what he thinks the youth talk yeah. like yeah, of yeah, today yeah, yeah. and um, and I went to my agent and I was like oh, I don't want to I just don't want to audition for it. I don't want to 
do yeah. it. And she went, can you just go in, please? Yeah. It got to a point where I was <laughs> like, it's, it's really difficult for me to turn up to an audition because I'm so snooty. Right. <laughs> like I've got any yeah. right to be. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but I am like, I, like I'm so stubborn. Like I will not ever work again before I take something that I really, really hate. I and I will can... drag my wife and kids down with I me. I think that can be a, a I don't really think, good thing. No, I think it's, it's fucking it's, dangerous. It's, it's to have that, that, that ability to, to walk away. And it's a weird one. I <clears throat> had to have this conversation with my acting agents was to say, and again, it's a similar thing. It's not in a snooty way, but it's saying, look, what a lot of people are used to is as an actor, you need to go from gig to gig to gig because you've got bills to pay and you've got so on and so forth. I pay my bills elsewhere yeah. so I can be selective in that manner and, and just work on stuff that I'd see and go, fuck, that'd be yeah. amazing. And there's a lot of stuff for that. It's not a snootiness. No, no, no. I, I was asked in for uh, the latest a Fast and Furious film and my agents kind of turned over going I'm not sure if you'll be interested in a thing like this and I was like yeah, fucking hell it's amazing it's, I know, it's yeah. massive it's, exactly, it's, I want yeah. to be it's ludicrous not, and, it's not and Vin Diesel and The Rock it's not snootiness <laughs> it's something like I don't have massively high standards yeah. like I will I love a cheesy action film yeah. as well as you know but it's 12 years of slave or whatever commitment as well isn't it To if, if you're going to go into a, a, a film that will be six months of your life or a TV show even more you've got to be yeah. into it right yeah, that's to all commit the, to that that's all I particularly do particularly when you've got a family as I well read you'll be away from and yeah. so on and so forth I, I read something and I go and I go do I like this yeah. I never ever ask the question will other people like this because yeah. I just quickest. don't fucking yeah. know yeah. I haven't got a clue and I've done stuff that I like that other people don't like and that's yeah. cool but that's the only rule that I can have yeah but I was going for this this again don't <laughs> can't put the thing in and and so i so I, I went along because my agent was like can you please just go and i was being fussy at the time yeah. i was hardly turning up to anything yeah which is again like it's my call but anyway it was more it was less hassle to just go to this audition for something i didn't want to do than it was to sort yeah. of keep letting people down yeah, sure so i read the script once and then i went in i went into the um waiting room and they went oh yeah we'd, we'd love to see you now and as I was walking in, I suddenly thought, fuck, they're going to, obviously the first thing they're going to ask me is, so what do you think of the script? Because that's what they do. Yeah. Every time you get a script to read, yeah. the first thing people say is, what do you think of the script? Yeah. Sometimes, usually I can be diplomatic and I can say, I really liked this character. Here's what I liked about it. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. And I was thinking, fuck, uh, uh, no, I, I haven't got any of that. I, haven't, oh, what did, I couldn't think of anything I liked. And then... Um, this was still going in my head. I sat down and obviously in those two seconds where I went, fuck, they're going to ask me what I think of the script. Someone went, what do you think of the script? Now the director's there, a couple of the producers, the writer's there, the guy that wrote it and the casting director. And I went, I thought it was rubbish. (laughs) I went, yeah, I just thought it was rubbish. And I thought, um, you know, I said all those things. I said, I don't think this is how a kid, talk and I don't think this isn't a true reflection of of young people in Britain I think people will be offended by it I was offended reading it and um it felt like it was written by someone that was that was very out of touch and um man I bet your agents were like next time just don't go (laughs) casting director was furious yeah like and uh but the character I was going for was sort of was maybe quite surly or something Mm. anyway and um, I walked out the room and I got a weird 
vibe, obviously. It was frosty. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but it wasn't as frosty as I thought it was going to be. Yeah. And I think... I, late, I later got a phone call later that day saying they want, they want you to do it. That's bizarre, And it? I think what they must have thought was... Do you know what he was doing? He's in character. He was in the character. <laughs> we need fucking mavericks like that. Yeah. In the, the, the rock and roll maverick renegades like what that. That's what we need. And then... Obviously, my agent then had to go back and go, no, he doesn't want it. He Didn't said you it. see the, Did you not hear <laughs> he, him? He said it was shit. <laughs> I would have loved to have been there. <laughs> it's, it's really interesting, because just to, 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 to give you some, some follow-up on that, essentially, it's interesting that that potentially had a lot of impact, because the show didn't... It's got a, no, range, from, of, from, a, a range of accents and a range yeah, of, of from, souls. It's not just a load of... South London ghetto kids going, what's yeah, exactly. blood, let's from, do this. From, what, from, what, from clips I've seen about it, it's not that at all whatsoever. Yeah. So either I'm completely misremembering the situation completely, yeah. or which I, which I can't, like I just physically can't be. Yeah. But I might be. Um, sure like are. it doesn't, it, 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 because it's so different to what I read. Yeah. Uh, it does make me think, what is, was that that thing? Yeah, but it must have been because it was, and also, <laughs> yeah. yeah, did they did did they take on board what I said? Take on board my advice, <laughs> criticism. Well, just to clarify to uh, to Buddy Peace who masters and edits these, we are going to be bleeping out the title of that of that show just for you to save your just in case, just in case, yeah. Just to um, save every everyone, in, I don't mind being embarrassed, but there'll yeah. be other people that will. Be. Yeah, yeah. Well, um, I mean, we're getting everyone. It's everyone's keeps pointing out that I always say, "Well, we're coming up to the hour mark now," so I will start to to wrap things up. That's become my yeah. catchphrase now, but that's just a statement of fact. That's not yeah. a catchphrase. Can't be a statement of also, fact. Also, we can't like we can't talk forever and ever. No, we can't. There will be it's a point where we have to maybe eat. Um, yeah, exactly. Sleep. One, uh, one of the things I want to talk Is that about. That buzzing a stop. Yeah. <laughs> for anyone who could, yeah, hang on. Let's go quiet and let it pick up for a minute. If you can hear that, there's a constant hum, and it's. I've got an Airbnb in LA, and um, there's a constant 24 hour hum in my Airbnb. That's just. That's how I live my life. So I'm going back to the UK broken. <laughs> it is a form of torture. I think it's um, the Hollywood sign, isn't it? When they switch it on. Because <laughs> yeah. it's right next to us. Can someone switch that <laughs> off, please? For God's sake. Yeah, I am actually just... I've got a tent next to the Hollywood sign. <laughs> I've never been there. I spend so much time here. I've never sort of gone to look at the Hollywood sign. Um, I've only walked... I think, isn't the Walk of Fame yeah. just there? Yeah, just, just, just there. next to us. I'm pointing. Yep. You're not going to see that. Yeah. Um, I've only walked down that twice by accident. Yeah. And you sort of go, oh, yeah. I was, I've walked up it a few times. If you've come here for that. Here, and it's annoyed me a bit. Uh, number one, I was excited I found Nicolas Cage, because yeah. it's Nicolas Cage. But the thing that's annoyed me is I kept thinking, well, this is going to get f- full up. Like, well, they're going to run know. out at some point. Yeah, I thought that. But there are people, so, there are some people there... I've never ever heard of. Yeah, that, and their little thing that's is probably quite nice because they're probably from years ago and well, it's the respect I, I don't that they're know. not replaced. But the thing that but got the, me, but, the, but their little picture will be like usually it's a disc, yeah, or a microphone, yeah, or those little camera. Little camera. Yeah. Like I think this one was just like I don't know a shoe or something like something no, from the good something from the Monopoly board, a top hat. <laughs> and I'm just thinking, why are you there? Old, old, 
old, old John Nike. And then also, also I've learned, um, you know, that those things aren't as romantic or as incredible as no. you think. Like, obviously, as an actor, yeah. a dream of mine is to have my name on the Hollywood Walk of Fame. Yeah, yeah. I doubt it will happen. <laughs> but you do, you do, you know, as a young boy, you spend yeah. th- three seconds going, oh, wouldn't it be great if I had my name on that? I've now found out that you'll probably get your name on that if you become really famous and then you have a film out that weekend. Yeah. And the, the you know, Sony or Warner Brothers will pay for the thing to be... It's yeah. not something you're yeah. awarded. It's, there isn't it's like... Not this... There's not Mr. Hollywood that knocks on your door and goes, I'm the mayor of Hollywood <laughs> and we're giving you a star because we love you so much. It's just to plug your film that's out. It'd be nice if there was... A Mr. Hollywood. Oh though, God, it? yeah. The, like the thing that got me is, is is Mickey Mouse is on there, and Bugs Bunny. They're not like, people. They're a waste of. That's a waste yeah. of a star. There's a limited. You can only have so many. There is a. It's like having the Weeping Woman on there. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's like, there's no. There's no need. Michelangelo's not... David, not Michelangelo. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Why? Why do they? Why does the, the creation? Yeah, again, it's like having a film on there. But they are—they're iconic, aren't they? they and are. um, you know, you can't—you can't get away from those things, especially here. And again, that thing—you you can either get fed up with it, and you know, I—I I was joking about it, or you can go with it and really just enjoy your time while you're here. Like every time I'm here, I just go, "This is it. This is why they make all those films that I love." Yeah, yeah. And it's so I, fun. I—I've fallen in, in love with LA in the first few times i disliked it and it's because of the perception that we have of la in the uk yeah and i came out and i was like this is fucking grubby no 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 and And then i realized it's grubby and grotty and shit like all the places i love like i love south london i love i love the grotty i love the grotty (laughs) shitter places because that's where i feel comfortable so as soon as i got over la not being the la i had in my head i was like oh this is great no, also if it's you beautifully grotty and shit. <laughs> if you go with it and not against yeah. it, you, yeah. you'll you'll get so much. So like, so the car I drive while I'm out here. Um, so I, I whenever I'm out here, I stay in in a town sort of for half an hour, forty five minutes out yeah. hot outside Hollywood, outside of LA. Mm-hmm. So I drive in and out. So it sort of mimics my situation back home because I live in Essex yeah. and I'm scared to live in London. Yeah. I'll pop into London if I need to. Same. Right? It's too much. And uh, and so I thought, right, I need to get a car. And because I was renting cars and I was spent, like, I was just being stupid and I was, the amount of money I spent renting cars, I could have bought five cars. They're really cheap to rent if you're here for a week or so. Yeah. Like, I, you look at I, that I was, and go, wow, that's I was, nothing. I was here for a few months at a time. Yeah. And it That's got to it. a point, after, after three years of that, I think I'd spent <laughs> uh, about $60,000 on, on renting cars. Brilliant. But also, I wouldn't just rent a normal car. Yeah, of course you wouldn't. I kept renting a flash one. Yeah. One that I wouldn't buy. But anyway, it comes I've, to a point where, where I needed to buy a car, so I want something American. Yeah. I want something that I wouldn't get back at home. Yeah. And in LA, you see loads of minis. Yeah. Loads of Fiat 500s. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's because they make sense, because they're little cars to get in and out of the city of. Yeah. I bought an F-150 pickup truck. Brilliant. 2012. Brilliant. And it's got uh, an extra long bed and four-door cab. It's, I mean, that's I think, hell in I LA. think it's 18 foot long. That's amazing. <laughs> that is amazing. I've, I've, I've rented um, a, a, a convertible Mustang. Well, that was the thing. Again, yeah. it's, it's LA. It's, it's very thin. I, I, picked I, up, I, I did the exact same um, thing. I Brett Goldstein up, last night as, ended, as we were going to think and I hadn't told him who what did you co- pick up? 
Brett Goldstein. Oh, I thought you said Andy Goldstein. No, I was like, <laughs> what? Andy Goldstein. It's LA. <laughs> um, I had, I had the thought to say anything, and I pulled up top down. Yeah, no. It's like, it's just a given. man, get in. Yeah. <laughs> no, I did the exact same thing, but I, <laughs> I, I, I felt like I'd had a little adventure with my Mustang when I rented it. Because again, because I rented it for such a long time. Yeah. I fell in love with that car, and then when I, as soon as I found out that they were bringing them out in the UK for the first time, right, with the steering wheel on, yeah. the, on the right side, yeah, um, I bought one straight away. Amazing, I love them. Honestly, like it's this, beautiful. And again, I think I, I like it. I like driving. I've always got either a Mustang or a Dodge Charger or something like that. Yeah, because you I feel love like a, you're in Grand Theft Auto. Yeah, I it's, love a it's, Challenger. It's LA. A challenge. Yeah, a Challenger as well. Yeah. They're, they're just these. Nasty. That, yeah, that's what I would buy next for here. Is yeah. Dodge Challenger. Yeah, but I do, I love my truck. I love yeah. my pickup truck so much. It's 2012. I think it cost me twenty thousand pounds, and inside it's all leather. It's, it's like a luxury vehicle. Yeah. It's exactly the same and probably a little bit bigger. It is a little bit bigger than my Range Rover that cost me eighty thousand pounds. Amazing. That I got back yeah. home. Yeah, and I only bought that because I've got kids. Yeah. I didn't want to. Yeah, I used to yeah, hate yeah, people yeah. that drove Range Rovers. Yeah. I used to think, get now an imagination. Now you're one of them. I know. Yeah, no, I do hate myself. <laughs> but as soon as you get kids, you go, right, I want the biggest fucking car. Because if I do get into a crash, I still want to be a few miles away from it. Yeah, yeah. And that was yeah. all I was thinking. It's, it's valid. But if you come out to America, they've got loads of them for cheap as well. And yeah. they're fucking good fun to drive. And they love trucks out here. They're, they're, they're beautiful. I, I do want to talk about, before we wrap things up, I do yeah. want to talk about gaming. Of course, um, yeah. That you're 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 massively in, into into your gaming yeah. and enjoying it. What are, are what are you into, and what's the kind of? Do you have a Twitch and stuff, or do you? I do have a Twitch, but I don't get to use it that often because it's it's difficult for me to do live stuff, right? Because uh, I and I would like to do that more often, but also there are loads of reasons why live doesn't work with me because right. um, I don't know when I can do it. I don't, and I don't know. Who else will be available to do it with me? Twitch is quite big on scheduling of when they of when you're going to be on yes. and letting people know and yeah. stuff like that. I, I cannot than... keep to a schedule yeah. when it yeah. comes to things like YouTube and, and yeah. making videos about video games. Unfortunately, work comes yeah. first. Yeah, of course, it and does. then and then the family, <laughs> then family, then gaming, then gaming. Um, but it's um, I would like to do more of that. But Twitch is difficult, and another reason is is that all my videos are so heavily edited. Right. Like I, I film for a few hours, and then I'll get ten minutes out of it. Really? Yeah, because I'm just concentrating. <laughs> it's difficult to talk and play video yeah, games at the same time. And it's such a weird thing. I, I, I've never done it. I've watched a bit of of, of Dan Lasak does Twitch, and yeah. again, I was talking to him on the phone the other day, and we were having a bit of a catch up, and. He was talking about it, how it's weird to to be big on it or to get big on it. You do have to be really loud and really it's, outrageous it's, um, and really shocking. It's like, well, well... It's a it's a discipline and it's yeah. it's it's totally different to anything that I'm used to. And I'm I'm introvert as well, so I'm yeah. not I'm not a crazy wacky guy. But the, the stuff that I do on my channel, I think caters for uh, a, a slightly more grown up audience. Only slightly, yeah. obviously, um, I will be involved in it. And I was the guy that played Joe from the Inbetweeners, so yeah. there will be yeah. Yeah. an element of childishness yeah, and pure role. Yeah. Uh, but, it, but 
most of the time it's a 30 year old man playing video games yeah. like it's not it's, 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 it's an alien one to me because I love gaming when I can I don't get to play as much anymore but I play games to lose myself in a game again yeah. I'd, I'd, I'd be shit, shit on Twitch because as I said I'd, yeah. I'll be concentrating but there really are like... there are games that are good for that so at the moment yeah. I'm, do, I'm doing loads of videos because of the work schedule because of travelling I'm doing loads of videos on Call of Duty online yeah one, because I love playing it. Yeah. Um, and two, because especially the online mode, it's like paintball. Yeah. You, you're just dipping in and out of it. Yeah, yeah, Like, yeah. say if you come home from work and you're knackered and you just, you've got like 20 minutes, half an hour, I'll just play some video games. You don't want to like watch a load of cutscenes and do a mission. learn a yeah, story yeah, and yeah, try yeah, and remember yeah. what you're supposed to be doing. Call of Duty, you can just play it for a little while, then stop it and, and, and then yeah. come back to it a little bit yeah, later. Yeah, awesome. And that, and... They're really they're friendly games to make videos on, and yeah. they're fun games to make videos on. Yeah. But also because because I've been doing it more, and this YouTube thing has been it's been a a progression for me. I've been learning more how to do it. Like the first YouTube video that I put out is still on my channel. I filmed it on my phone, and I was whispering and shaking because <laughs> I just was nervous, like really, really nervous. Amazing. Uh, but but now I've got so used to the fact that the camera's there, that I do, like, punch myself in the leg and scream and shout when, yeah, I, yeah, when, yeah. when, I, when I lose. Yeah. And as <laughs> pathetic as that is, like, me, me playing Call of Duty especially, I don't know what it is about that game, but me playing Call of Duty is like what I'm like when I'm watching football. Yeah. I, like, I don't know why that's acceptable to... Like, me and my dad's exactly the same as well, to shout and scream at a television. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I love that. I, I mean, from having a, gone to Millwall since I was a kid, I love that football allows big, burly men to act in a way they wouldn't be allowed to act in any is, situation. And I know people look hooliganism or whatever else, but more just no, I, the emotion and yeah, the getting up and screaming and yes. being happy when you've scored and all that. It's like, you don't get to show that emotion anywhere else. It's there's, beautiful that there's this thing that just makes it acceptable. There's a big difference between screaming and shouting when a goal goes in or if someone misses a penalty yeah. to just calling someone a cunt. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, that does... I do find that weird. Like, whenever you see... If you're watching TV, especially if you're watching it on TV, like football, and, you know, someone's putting the ball down for a corner, yeah, you will always see someone in just the crowd pulling, or pulling the fingers, yeah, saying yeah, the yeah, wanker yeah, sign. Yeah. And I always think... Yeah, you've made a real impact on that yeah, footballer's life. I bet he's him. I bet he's going home tonight going, they called me a wanker. <laughs> Bastard. <laughs> yeah. He's nasty. Well, yeah, I won't like it if I didn't take any more corners anymore, then <laughs> then what would happen? It's just like it's it's just funny that like not kids. Yeah, grown men, men older than me. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe grandfathers. Yeah. Wide wise elder statesmen of our yeah. of our communities. Re- they reduce themselves to going Tossa and you just say, like that's different but there, there are obviously you know there are there's it's involuntary when you when you it's like when yeah. you're watching football and that's now moved over to my gaming as well right. like I've taken that with me yeah. to when I'm playing computer You've games and I had to, and I, I that had been there for a long time the first few videos that I made on Call of Duty I did say on my first few videos that I made when I was just playing computer games and I started to learn how to actually get capture gameplay and stuff like that. Yeah. I did put out little feelers. I did sort of warn. I said to people, by the way, I 
do scream and shout at video games. Like, <laughs> I love video games, but I'm really, really bad at them. <laughs> I love playing it's them. A good combination, but for, I'm, but I'm not good at them. Yeah, and um, yeah, it, especially if I've been working, and then if I go, all right, I need to do this YouTube video. <laughs> <laughs> I do get annoyed. Just there was there was a video a couple of weeks ago where I did just punch myself in the leg. Brilliant. And I just started laughing. And I've gone punch punch myself in the leg. There you go. Brilliant. Adult Brilliant. punching himself in the leg over a video over, game. Over a computer game. <laughs> over messing about. But I love them. Yeah, I love them. I love that escape and I love that. Um, also love that there's a huge community now and there is things like Twitch and there are yeah. YouTube gamers and it's so, it's so great to play games online and so easy now. Um, video games for me for a long time were just sitting in my bedroom because I not I didn't have any friends but because I probably wasn't good at making friends because I didn't quite know how to talk to people for some reason yeah yeah. I I just thought everyone was different to me and I and I'd I to this day I still say things that that um that people will say are inappropriate like like a friend of mine I don't know I was just like oh you smell really nice and he was like, "What? That's that's slightly weird." He was like, "That's slightly odd to say that." And I went, "Well, no, but you. I mean, it's a compliment. And if yeah. it, if, it, if I, I just subscribe to if you if you like someone and you think something nice about them, you should say it. But I don't have this sort of um, filter that's acceptable in normal. Uh, 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 and I and I'd, I'd almost <laughs> I would I would probably say that to a stranger as well. Yeah. Like I probably yeah. would creep people out. There's a Dimitri Martin. Um, joke where he's saying how a nice face isn't a compliment that you can ever give anyone <laughs> it always seems like an attack of some sort I know, yeah, that, yeah. <laughs> but it is you've got a really nice but face the thing fuck is, you yes yeah, because he's not met me if somebody said to me oh you <laughs> yeah. have a really nice face i go oh thank you cheers mate nice. yeah, thanks and i'd go what a lovely thing and that person has made me happier yeah. and has a positive impact on my day yeah and that's what i think if i do it to other people yeah. Like I always say to my kids, if there's something you can do or say that will make someone happy that won't hurt anyone, you should definitely do it's it. It's such a weird one how we put edits on ourselves because of yeah, like camp edits because of sorry, and if, if it, and I have that all the time in London where I'll see a beautiful young lady on the train or something, yeah, and I'll think what a beautiful, and I'm not on the pool, I'm not no. after anyone, and if I didn't have that filter which I impose myself, my urge is to say. Excuse me, just want to say, beautiful. You I know, well, I think have a good day, but I, it, it, I that's intimidating, that, particularly know, for a six foot bearded well, guy. Yeah. All right, you're pretty. <laughs> no, but you wouldn't say it like that. You'd say it the way you said it. Yeah. And I think that I think society's wrong. Yeah. For making that a problem, and like, or if you were just going to do it, just as you got, just before you was going to get off on your stop, just say, yeah. look, I don't want to um, take up any more of your day. Yeah. I just wanted to say, um, I think you're very pretty, and I thought that might. Um, you know, make you smile. And just by to, to, to clarify, I notice that in in in, in women and in men, oh, my, yeah. my mates will mock me all I the notice, time in UFC I when I'm like, in I notice a lot. I'll always be noticing if someone is particularly bodied up or in particularly good shape. I'll be like, he's looking big, he's looking toned. I mean, it's like I notice these things. It's last not, last it's time, not a come on. <laughs> last time I went to the football, um, I took my mate John with me, John O'Brien, and we went. To, we were sat in the director's box. Uh, over at Sellers, yeah, because I'm a Palace fan. Yeah, isn't it's fine. Yeah, okay. and uh, <laughs> and um, <laughs> and uh, and obviously they were like, I don't like to say the terms. I guess there's a 
derogatory connotation to it, but like wags. Yeah. And they're usually famously beautiful. Yeah, yeah. So there was these sort of like beautiful women. Yeah. But me and my mate John, I'm not fucking joking, we saw the most handsome man in the world. Yeah. And we didn't stop going on about it for hours. And then when we got home, we were both telling my wife about this handsome man. And she's going, yeah, you, yeah, okay. <laughs> you see, I love that kind of thing. And again, there's, there's, there, there shouldn't be anything wrong no, with that. No, at all. Beauty he, in the world is a really he, positive thing. He was, he was, I like, I can't, he can't be overhyped how handsome this bloke was. Yeah. I don't know his name. Yeah. He was like a ship in the night. Brilliant. Beautiful. <laughs> it's, 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 it's weird because I, I had a, a thing years ago. I was in a, a pub in South End with my mate, um, my mate Aaron, and I was at the bar, and I saw across the bar, honestly, excluding any ex-girlfriends of mine, so I'm being nice enough, but sure. honestly, the most beautiful girl I've ever seen in my life. Like, it's just g- g- generally as similar as you were with that guy. <laughs> yeah. And not in, and, but not in, again, no, I wasn't no. on the pool or anything at that point. I was just like, and just, I said to my mate, objectively, I've just seen just the most Objectively, you've just seen someone that's good looking. And that was it. But the thing that then became awkward was he was like, oh, you know that she's off the TV or she's in this or, or, or this actress. So it then became something that's like, I feel I can't say that now because now I'm talking about, do you know what I mean? I'm talking about an, 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 yeah. an, an, an individual of, rather than this ethereal, anonymous yeah. passing of beauty. It's like, oh, it's, it's her off the TV. She's well, she's well nice. Yeah, she gets them out. It's, it's right. Like, I've, I've mentioned it a few times. I she's never got them out before bad like, girls. Exactly. <laughs> she's so pretty. But again, the, the there was a beauty in that, and that yeah. stuck with me to this day. That was like that moment of seeing just a complete stranger and thinking, "Wow, aren't humans amazing?" I don't think there's anything wrong if there if there's any message that this the podcast should have. It should be if you see a stranger and yeah. if you like naturally, like organically, don't go out of your way. Yeah. But if something comes into your head, like a compliment or something, tell them. Yeah. And you, and it, it will it will. It will have such a huge impact on that person. Yeah. To be fucking it's scared. It's nice to get a conference. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> That we phone the police. I mean, that's no, it. Never approach I, me. I think, uh, yeah. <laughs> no, I think, I think that's... If you're more, a stranger, don't come and talk to me. I think that's me, more important now than it, than it is, um, than ever. Because yeah. of, because it's, we can all talk to whoever we want, whenever we want now. Yeah, yeah. And as much as I love the YouTube thing, and I was saying to you how supportive everyone is... Yeah. Twitter can just suck my balls. Yeah, yeah. I fucking hate it. Yeah. Oh, it's just constant criticism. I love your responses to people on there sometimes, though. When you, uh, it, it's troubling because I love them, but I can also tell you're genuinely angry or you're genuinely <laughs> being no. troubled by or pissed off. Someone's really got no, no. to you. The ones that I respond to are the, are the ones that don't make me angry. Yeah, and I'll go. Oh, I'll, I'll, I'll give them. Yeah, a, a bit, a, J, a bit of J back, yeah. and they'll love yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, of course. And then I, I do like a J style juvenile comeback, yeah. usually about their mum. Yeah, which is fine. But it's the ones where they go, like my wife was um, decorating my office for me, or something like that. And I, I think I took a picture and said, "Oh, is my wife great? She's she's painting my office for me." Yeah. And then somebody criticised the plug sockets. <laughs> they're, they're just white plug sockets and I was like do you know what that's fucking Twitter I was like you've yeah. got nothing better to do in your life than to fucking start on me about my plug sockets oh, my plug but when that it's not just the plug sockets when it's every single 
every other tweet that I'm reading yeah. is directed yeah. to me. It's it's and all I get from looking at Twitter is going, "Fucking hell, I'm really shit and I'm rubbish." It's, and it's really interesting because I'm a terrible be, human being. I must be the worst human being on this planet. There has been a change because at one point YouTube was known for the comment section. It's just horrible and vile and attacking but that has now become your facebook like facebook is right. a prime one uh, I've, for not, that, I've, people I've not been on facebook for years attack. and years and years or, uh, because it's become such a political hotbed as such there's just people ready to get into wars with you over the slightest right. opinion attack yes. but again yeah i guess t- t- twitter has gone that way as well because of the anonymity and because of well it just if it fuels this thing and if that person that had tweeted me about my plug sockets had maybe been told that he had nice shoes that day by a complete yeah. stranger we would all be in a different world yeah he wouldn't be going on about and also everyone's so obsessed with their themselves <laughs> <laughs> no, everyone's just so obsessed with themselves and their own opinion they yeah. think that their opinion about my plug socket matters so much they have to tell me and, and, and it's become the that's the weird thing that's the thing that gets me on twitter and that is exactly that is your everyone in this anyone who ever hears of me is, have, is, is entitled to not like me or think i'm shit absolutely but what they don't have to do is give me a nudge and let me know is that absolutely if i'd have said that picture out and gone what do you think of these plug sockets <laughs> I will like, accept anyone to yeah. answer that. But it's things like just now just hating someone because they have a different opinion to yeah. you. Yeah. And just, you know, take for instance, uh, it was when Ewan McGregor pulled out of mm-hmm. doing Good Morning Britain because yeah. Piers Morgan. Piers Morgan yeah. Right. If I was in that situation and Piers Morgan um, has written loads of things that I disagree with mm-hmm. and has maybe done some things... Well, we can't legally. <laughs> but, but anyway, right, you know, but also some other things that I know about Piers Morgan. He's an in-betweeners fan. Yeah. And uh, he's actually, he's like, if you read some of his tweets, if you sat there and read them from, and gone, this is a man who has a sense of humour, now yeah. read these tweets. Yeah. You get a totally different... Yeah. Uh, thing on Piers Morgan but, but you know whether you like Piers Morgan or not that's not the issue yeah, yeah. but if I was trying to plug a I film I Piers Morgan I'm going to go I'll, I'll come on record saying that that's but again, fine but again, if I was I if I was, to, the, if I was to plug a film I wouldn't go well he he thinks so he thinks things different to me yeah um, I'm not going to do my job today and I, I go I would just go oh isn't it good how we think different things I don't agree, agree with what you think you don't agree with what I think but let's not turn it into a fucking that's it that's the be all and end all that, like and all our society now is all being split up in different things because people have to be one way or the other I, th- I, th- I think it's all it's so much on individual circumstances and situations and Definitely. even individual like I, I don't believe that everyone who doesn't vote is scum and is wasting a vote. There's some people who don't vote who it is a waste because they're just being lazy. There's some who make an intelligent I've, choice. I've never thing- voted. Yeah. I've never registered to vote. Yeah. Um, because I always feel that um, I'm sort of the advert for bringing back only certain people can vote. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If you've <laughs> you not know, got the like, knowledge to like, join yeah, in on the conversation. Like, like, then... the, like the poor and stupid weren't allowed to vote back in the right, olden yeah, days. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm sort of that. Yeah. Don't leave it up to me to pick what, yeah. what, what, what we should be doing. Um, but also, I also don't think that there's anything that reflects me or yeah. or, or has Again, a voice I, I for mean, me. Nowadays, nowadays it's this. We don't have to go into it hugely, but... I love it. Brexit's the perfect example of yeah, that. Of right, okay. If, 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 if why 
would a load of people who don't know the ins and outs of it be the people deciding oh, oh, what happens? And I say that without any insult to those who voted to remain or those who voted to, to leave, but I feel neither side had enough knowledge to make a decision because enough knowledge wasn't presented. Again, I didn't vote on that because I didn't know enough about the situation. Yeah. And it, it's not... It's, it, it, that, I mean, when they said, oh, we've voted for Brexit, like, the sky didn't suddenly turn pink. And, like, mm. I woke up the next day and it was exactly the fucking same. Oh, and it would have u- lovely if it had turned that, pink. But <laughs> that's usually what I find with these things is I go, oh, oh, no, David Cameron's got in all, all boo-boo. Oh, 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 wait, hold on. Today is exactly the same as yeah. it was yesterday. Yeah. And it's just... I, that's my opinion on Again, politics and it's now. fine to have different I think, opinions. I think and that's my point... most people's opinion, because nowadays you have to be either right-wing or left-wing. Yeah. And for me, um, right-wing, obviously, I have problems with that. Yeah. There are the obvious problems. Yeah. And you go as far as to, you know, the Holocaust in, yeah. in some cases. Yeah, yeah. Which, which I'd like to state I don't like. <laughs> I'm actively um, against... But then, but I the or any Holocaust. But you know, for years I always thought I'd like to consider myself as quite liberal and quite left wing yeah. and quite quite. Uh, I'm into letting people live the way that they feel they should live and having the opinions they should have. But now left wing is fucking insane as well. It's it's, it's 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 destroying comedy because yeah. you're not allowed to make jokes about anything anymore yeah, because yeah. everyone goes, oh, that's offensive. Yeah. And and so now I find, where where am I? Where Again, am I in any of this? Because none of you have any ground, fucking right? common sense. Yeah. It, it, the problem is people like to pick sides. They like to be, <laughs> they like to be iPhone or, 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 or Nokia or, yeah. or, or whatever else. And it's the same in, in politics. They like to go, I'm on the left, therefore everything... That you say is bullshit and I hate you. It's like, no, there might be some good stuff no, that side. Yeah. There might be some good stuff or this side. It's... we might just think different things, but we yeah. could maybe have a pint and my, find common grounds um, on something else. And my point on Piers Morgan was that pulling out because of the things he said recently, having different opinions politically, things yeah. like that, is bullshit because just debate these things. But, yeah. con, con, <laughs> what's that word? Contra- con, con, conversely. Conversely. Whatever, any word. Um, Is that a word? Pulls <laughs> <laughs> out the bath on that one. I'm pulling out because he tapped a dead girl's phone and is a fucking piece of shit for doing that. I don't that. know if we're allowed to say that. <laughs> I, it's fine, it's me saying it. I, 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 I'll take the heat. I'm pulling out because of that. I, I'm fine with that because that's a moral objection to some, to an action that someone's done rather than yes. to someone's opinion or view. Yeah. But I said, I was, the human I was, thing, it was... It was yeah, I was, was thinking he, more of the political things. That, and that, and that, that was exactly what it was put as a, at the time. So, again... The, but yeah, I'd I, like I, to I think if I, was, if I was in that situation um, that I would find common ground yeah. with Paul, Piers Morgan in yeah. the fact that he likes the in-betweeners. Yeah. yeah. And, I, and I like it too. And as we sit here as a Millwall fan and a Palace fan, oh, yeah. I think we've shown... But these barriers <laughs> Well, thank you very much for coming and chatting. It's a beautiful note to end it all on. I don't know if you'd noticed, but I haven't spoken to anyone for about six weeks. <laughs> no, it's good. I'm delighted to have a chat. Is there anywhere, you, like, like, where can people say horrible things to you on Twitter? Uh, you can, well, don't worry about my Twitter. <laughs> if you want to come and say nice things to me. Tell uh, me about the YouTube channel. Yeah, type, in, type in completed it, mate. Completed on, it, on mate. On YouTube, which I think is one of those catchphrases from the in-between us. <laughs> Um, and <laughs> brilliant name, <laughs> and it's uh, it's me 
and I make rubbish videos and it's all very, very low standards. And if you, if you have your standards, if you have your bar set very low, you will get something out of it. Yeah, perfect. Well, thank you very much for coming on and chatting. Thank you. Cheers, mate. There we go, that was James Buckley. Um, after this, we did a little video for his YouTube channel, so um, check that out. At the time of recording this, it's not up yet, but I think it should be up by the time you're listening to this. So yeah, that was James Buckley. Next week will either be a drunk cast or Kelly Marcel, and Kelly Marcel is a screenwriter and as close a friend of mine as anyone as I've ever had on the podcast. So that's exciting. And we got to chat. Like, She's been on my list of people to have on the podcast from the day I started it. And I've and we've gone to two or three times and it's not happened. So I was super pleased to get that one recorded. Um, so yeah, I have a drunk cast or Kelly Marcel next week. Either way, the other one will be the week after that, if that makes sense. Thank you for tuning in. Go and grab Hardcore Listing. Um, the new podcast on the Distraction Pieces Network with Chris and Stu, and I'm on it. Um, thank you for tuning in, guys. I'll see you soon. Ta-ta.